Welcome back. Bang, bang, bang. Another edition. Let's get it popping, fellas. What's good? It's been a minute. How y'all doing, Joe, Brandon? Happy to talk basketball every time, anytime. Besides the Jamal Murray injury, you know, things are going all right. Yeah, shout out Jamal Murray. Too soon, bro. Too soon, bro. It's a dark Yeah, man. I'm still thinking about it, man. I'm still... uh, I'm still up at night. It's not letting me sleep. That's all Don't I'm going to say. Michael Porter's got you, bro. He's going to tuck you in at night. You'll be all right, bro. Yeah. Well, talking about Michael Porter, funny that you say that. We uh, we got a little bit of a slightly late reaction to the ESPN Top 25 Under 25. Um, so we decided to do a little rebuttal on our end. Never late. Because Always on time. Never. Yeah. Better late than never. But that list was kind of whack, in my personal opinion. I don't know about you guys. Were you guys? <laughs> if if I'm honest, there were some things that I thought were questionable. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, let's let's run it like real quick, you know. So we got one Luca, two Zion, Lamelo, Mitchell, Jason Tatum, Fox, Simmons, Booker, Bam, Shea, you know, Ingram, Jalen, Jalen Brown, Jamal Murray, Michael Porter Jr. You know what started it all in this conversation. John Morant, Trey Young, McCall Bridges, Sabonis, Anthony Edwards, Aiton, Halliburton, John Collins, Jared Allen, Lonzo, Sexton. And, I mean, some kind of key names that they didn't really talk about is R.J. Barrett, um, Jaron Jackson Jr., Tyler Hero. Just a a couple of ones off the bat that stand out to me. But we're going to hear about ours, so... Let's see if we uh, can get a little bit better list, a little better reaction than those uh, those dudes over there. And I guess some ladies. I don't know exactly who made the list, but over there in ESPN, you know. All love, all love for all genders. Let's get it. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, should we just get right into it? I mean. Hell yeah, man. I'm excited. All right. Let's get right into it. Number one, I got Luca. I think pretty unanimous. ESPN's right there with us. You guys are right there with me. Right. Oh so, yeah. yeah. One and two. I got Luca Zion. I think we all probably have Luca Zion one and two, right? Assuming yeah. That all. that's hard. To Abel, argue with. don't tell me you don't have Zion second, bro. Whoa, 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 whoa. I don't know. I <laughs> it might be. It might be the fact that just Tatum might. I think Tatum has more of a okay. chance to be better defensively than Zion has a chance to develop a three point shot. That's a fair bet. That's what. That's kind of the the only reason, because I, I made the list and I was like, yeah, Luca Zion, and then I and I went through the list and I was like, man, like, if Tatum becomes a def, like a defensive stopper, and Zion develops a three point shot, like, which one's more likely? And then is it gonna be the, like? I mean, I don't think Zion needs a three point shot. Like, he's already like, I mean, he's not great at three point, but he could like hit them when he needs to. Serviceable. I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure he'll. And Tatum could play some into a better. I just think Zion is just just going to be an all-time offensive player where Tatum's going to be a good two-way player like he could literally become the best two-way player in the league I still think T- Zion is an all-time great offensive player so I think like and there's a chance that Zion does develop into a good defensive player too I don't really care at this, at this point like he he's definitely not the Draymond Green level defender we thought he was but I just I mean so so I have Tatum and Brown uh, both at three and four like Brown's pretty close to Tatum but Tatum, I mean, I, I'm high on Tatum too. I just, I, I have Zion at two just because he's Zion. Yeah, I mean, 
Tatum increasing his points every single year. His assist numbers every single year, almost like exponentially. He's shooting slightly better every single year, besides probably his three-point percentage because he just had a beast rookie year at like 43%. And taking on way more of a workload. So, I mean, it's tough because obviously we're talking about two and three. And Zion, like you said, I mean, he's once-in-a-generation, once-in-a-lifetime type talent. It's just like, that's my train of thought, is that Tatum's already kind of working with it. You're Danny Ainge, and I call you, be like, yo, I'm giving you Zion for Tatum. You say no? Straight up? Uh, Straight up, one for not. one. It's that, tempting, it. though, but probably not. I don't know. I, th- I think I'm with Abel and that I would stay, but it but between the rankings, I think I would still put Zion ahead of him, like Brandon said. What Zion's doing offensively, if he turns into Shaquille O'Neal like he's been and becomes a defensive presence on top of it. It's just the sky's the limit for this guy. I, I think the yeah. argument for Tatum, though, is that he probably has a less possibility of getting injured, I guess, only because Zion, yep. his his weight and how many injuries we've already seen him have, like nothing crazy, obviously. Like they've, they've been very cautious, which is a smart approach. But I think he could possibly have an injury that would shorten his career, whereas Tatum seems like he's going to be rock solid. Yeah. Yeah. Another thing also is uh, Tatum's kind of like last shot ability, you know, last shot making ability. Like, I'd much rather have Tatum take that last shot than Zion. But, but I don't know because Zion is turning into a pretty good initiator. And if you're letting me, like, with 20 seconds left, letting Zion run my offense and, like, figuring out the best shot, and that, that means he's got a one on one matchup and he's able to get to the hoop or if he gets double team and he realizes like oh i need to kick it out like zion's like could develop into like a very good passer and just overall playmaker and just hub of an offense they have the same assist numbers right now so i like i obviously tatum has more he's his averages are in the is like 4.2 and zion's 3.7 but they're close enough they're both pretty good playmakers for how good they are but that's what zion do starting it with like a month and a half ago though you know true and that's like his second year like i would assume he develops he develops even more and like you assumed lonzo isn't going to be on this team moving forward like zion might be the primary ball i don't know i I think they're better off keeping him i think him and lonzo actually have a good connection so we'll see i don't know but uh, yeah we'll see long story short yeah zion's amazing tatum's amazing i I think it's split hairs i have tatum at three yeah. You have Tatum at three, too? Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, then let's fuck it. Let's move on to four. Um, I mean, you said Jalen Brown, Brandon? Yeah. I think Jalen Brown and Tatum are pretty close, like closer than people like think off the top of their head. J- Brown might be the better defender. Like, Brown is the guy that usually defends the best guy on the other team. Like, he was guarding, like, Siakam in that series last year. Like, Brown's yeah. a more versatile defender. He can guard twos, I think, better than Tatum can. I mean, he's probably he's not as pure of a shooter and scorer. It's not as effortless as the way Tatum makes it look, but like you look at their numbers and they're pretty close. Like Tatum's obviously taken over the last month, but I mean, I I gave the edge to Brown or to Tatum, but Brown I think is pretty close. But I, like that list, that ESPN list had Brown significantly lower than Tatum, and I think, like I said, I have him back to back. I'm curious to see where you guys have Brown in relation to Tatum. I don't have him back to back. I have him a little bit lower, but it's not because I don't. I think that Tatum is just way better than Brown. I just uh, the the people in between are just like that good, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, so F four, I have Devin Booker, which I mean, clearly I'm way higher on Devin Booker. Where, than, where, where do you? Where, so where do you have Jalen Brown? 
I have Jalen Brown at seven. I have him at six. It's not too far down. Six, so yeah, we're we're all. High. I think he was like twelfth in that that uh, ESPN one. So like, yeah, we're definitely higher on Jalen than ESPN is. Yeah, he was at twelve. Yeah, correct. Yeah, when when you take into consideration that he's sharing the court with Tatum and he can't be the guy like Devin Booker, then you have to understand that in a different situation, he he could be better. You know, I mean, I I think Jalen Brown is better than you. So you said you have Devin Booker at four, Abel. Yeah, I have Devin Booker at four. That's pretty high for me. I, I mean, he doesn't play defense. He basically only scores right now. I mm-hmm. He's a good passer. Everyone, he's a good passer. He's solid. He's a good ball handler. He's a good ball handler and a solid passer. But, like, I just think, like, right now, I, I, if the Suns, if the Celtics offer me Jalen Brown for Devin Booker, I'd probably take that. I'd probably take Jalen Brown over Booker. So that's why, I like, I mean, Booker has a chance to be a better offensive player. But, I mean, again, you look at their numbers, Jalen Brown's offensive numbers are pretty close to Booker. When you think Booker's a better offense player, and Brown is not even close, like it's he's way better defense defensively. So for yeah, me, it just I, comes down to I feel like Devin Booker can be a one on the team, and Jalen Brown, like I feel like he's like a one B. I don't. I, I get that because I think I th- I think that's like the the idea that you have with them. But when you actually look at them as players, I think. Like I don't know, I I think that's almost disrespectful to Brown just because he just happened to be drafted on the same team as Tatum, so he just happens to be. He's never been looked at as a guy to be on that team, but I think if he was in a role like that, he could definitely be like the one. Like I mean, I, I mean yeah. both of them probably are ideal twos, but I think like, like I feel like they're pretty close though. I have I have Devin Booker yeah. at eleven. I most pretty much Ooh. every guy my top ten pretty much are all two way players. So yes. that's yes. like. Booker is like the start of like uh, like a slightly lower tier, but he I mean he's up there, but like yeah, I have him definitely lower than you at eleven. Where do you have Booker Gene? He's actually my number eight, so he made my top ten. I'm I'm pretty high on him, like you able, but I, similar to what Brandon's thinking is, I wanted a two way player here. I actually have Bam Adebayo at number four for the finals run that they went on last year and his passing on top of his defense and his so, rebounding. So I definitely respect this. But I think it just comes down to like uh, just a big man. How much can a big man do? I think you take Jimmy Butler a big off man, his team. A big man like Bam Adebayo can do a but, lot more than I your mean, Carl Townses. Your I agree. Other I guys agree. that only score. I agree. Yeah. His passing ability definitely. And helps. defense, his bro. Defense he could helps. he could guard shooting but guards and again, point guards. I think it's ridiculous. I think if Bam's your best player, I don't think you're making a championship though. That's the thing. I mean, it's 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 not. It would be it would not be common for a big man like Bam to be the best player. I just think he's so good at literally like every facet of the game except for three point shooting that like when someone's twenty three and they're already showing this much talent, like you can't miss out on a guy like this. If we were drafting, I would want Bam at a bio at four. I just he's my first big man, but like I, I have Bam at ten, but mm. I just I have to have a perimeter player as like my like top guys where I like I get, like Bam talent wise might be better than some of these guys, but it like like again, if I'm like looking at a trade value, like I think I just value perimeter play players more than I think a big man. So like if you offer I get me, it. again, Jalen Brown, it. I, I feel I like have to take him. I feel like Bam's kind of more of a unicorn though. He is, like, dude. He is, he is. Is like switchability. Listen, these numbers: nineteen points, a steal, a block, nine boards, five assists, and eighty percent from the free throw line. Like that's elite, elite shit, dude. <laughs> he's doing it all this year like literally everything five assists for a big man that's like obviously he's not Nikola Jokic but 
if we don't have Nikola Jokic, we're talking about Bam like he's one of the best passing centers in the league. So he's he's really doing it all. And increasing his passing every year. So his passing's only getting better. I just think he's always gonna need like, you know, a running mate with him. He's never gonna be able to be your best player. Well that's a big man though. You're, Every you're big be man out. Yeah, it's and that's, a big that's man the thing. thing I mean that's the that's that's the thing though is what I think though. Like I think that's why like unless you're Jokic or Embiid, which in a couple of years Bam might turn into one or of those. But I think or Davis. I think or Davis. Those are like the three guys where like those are like you're you could build a team around those guys, but if you're slightly lower than those guys, then it's like you're basically gonna have to be a number two. And even Davis, like Davis yeah, actually being not the number one. It. Yeah. Davis well, as a number one wasn't winning, you know, like he now that True. he's in yeah. the perfect role as being the second guy. And that's where I think like guys where like most of these other guys I could see as being almost like top guys where Bam is just he's the perfect guy to have no, like he fits on all thirty teams, you know, and, like certain players don't fit on every team. He's a guy that every team would lo- like like. It just I just slightly penalize him for being a big man, even though it's not his fault, you know. Yeah. I yeah. I understand what you're saying. The big man is not as valuable as it once was. He's just like Abel said, he's a unicorn. No, I, he's like a I unicorn. Said, I have him at ten. Yeah. Abel, where do you have him? I have him at five. So he's he's right next, next man up. You guys have him yeah. up there. Yeah. 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 Next man up. Yes, sir. Um, I mean, but fuck it. Let's get to six. Well, I have, I, have, I have five. Oh yeah, got, five. My bad. Yeah. My bad. So at five, I got Shea, and that's again. Shea. This is this is where he's basically Bam as a like a guard where like he doesn't even like he could play the one he could play the two he could play the three he's super versatile he could defend like one through three he could basically he's getting like six assists a game he could play make he could shoot he could score like shade there's not really like anything he can't really do on a basketball court so this is why i just i i mean the fact that he's on okc i think he gets like just forgotten about but i think shay is definitely yeah. he's got he's i got him pretty high just because of his two-way ability the ability the fact that he could play make but yeah i got him five yeah it's actually funny because when I first made my list, I had Shea and Devin Booker switched, and then I flipped them before like coming on the pod because I was like, uh, I feel like Devin Booker, it just has like more of a winning, like if you, if you want a last shot of the game, nah. it'd probably be Devin Booker, but then yeah, but then it's just like because Shea hasn't necessarily been in that role yet, so that's yeah. why, yeah, that's why it's tough. I mean, we I think we all love Shea, like you said, two way player yeah. can get it done can get it done and just sucks that he's so overlooked because OKC's essentially just looks like a horde of draft picks and shake and SGA. That's literally yeah. what, it, what it comes down to. And Lou Dort, dude. Yeah. And Lou Dort and Lou Dort. Where do you got Lou Dort, bro? He's, this is right next. He's six for me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he's actually four. He's but, yeah. he's uh, honorable mention. I did not consider Lou Dorp. Shout out my guy, bro. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, but yeah, shout out Jay. Shout out Shay, man. He's not getting enough enough love. Where, enough where you guys cred. got Shay? I got him at eight. I put him at ten, and I don't feel great about it. I think, like you said, Brandon, he's just so good at everything that he deserves to be here. I'm, I'm it's just his like third year in the league, dude. Like he's so yeah. young. And he could easily get better once you give him like, mm-hmm. and he kind of he has like no teammates this year, and he's like kind of taking over. He's like single handedly getting them like almost into the playing tournament. Like they had to send Al Horford home because like this team is too good. Like I think Shea is like pretty <laughs> underrated for how much he affects the team. Yeah, I think it's more of just like the people ahead of him just being so so talented for me. Because like, but I think the thing Shea- is so. My argument would be I think they're just on better teams. I don't think they're – I think you put Shea – like, we'll get it to it, but I think you put Shea on any of these teams that you're 
talking about, and I think that like they'd probably be better with Shea than the players that you're about to name. But we'll, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I got Donovan Mitchell after so I got, Bam. I got, so I got, I got Mitchell, Mitchell at six. six. I got Mitchell at six. Yeah, I got him uh, at right six. Yeah. I actually he's probably yeah. the weakest defender I have in my top ten. I have Donovan Mitchell at seven. At five, I have Ben Simmons, dude. I just, I just think Ben Simmons does so Continuing much. Continuing the, the beef. Continuing the beef, man. <laughs> Continuing the beef. Basically, it's it's the same conversation for Ben Adebayo. Obviously, Ben Simmons doesn't have the jump shot. I just think what Ben Simmons does and how much he affects the game, it's like he has to be in consideration for the top ten to me at least. Yeah, I got him at nine, but I think it's almost like yeah. the same, like the literally like the same thing you're saying about Bam. I kind of have him the same thing where it's like, I think he like he's almost in like that second, you know, guy on the team type of thing. Like we yeah. thought he was gonna be that number one, but it's looking like he's gonna be the number two. I still would love. He's him like on a two three team. for me. Yeah, he's like a two three. So that's why I have him at nine, right a, right ahead of Bam. But they're both like like he's like he's weird because he is like a perimeter player, but he's kind of not at the same time. Like he kind of is just a floater that he does whatever he needs to do, but. I would obviously love him, but yeah, just slightly, it's hard to think about him being like the best player on a championship team. So, but yeah, yeah. I got a, I got a nine. Where do you have him, Mabel? I got him at nine. I mean, nine he's too. essentially like he's like the unicorn role player, where like he like, he's is, not a role player, but that's like he's a role player. He's not a role player. Role, no, like, but he's, he's so good yeah. that like yeah, like he's, he's so good at like defense. Like, oh, Draymond Green passing. almost, you know? Yeah, he's like, he's like a, exactly a six ten Andre Iguodala or some shit. You know, funny yeah. that he's out Philly too, but like they just do everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you like you said, like a Draymond Green, where he's just he's so good at playing defense, so good at being able to switch onto whatever player he has to guard, so good at passing, so good at like controlling the tempo and getting guys just perfect shots like so it's not really a role player but it's like he's doing specific roles only. yeah yeah like, he's, like he's he plays like a role like he's like five role players into one player yeah like, exactly <laughs> so he, so he's like the unicorn like hyperbole you know like yeah everything you want in like role a role player all combined into one huge australian dude <laughs> that's essentially yeah. what he is and, and yeah. I'm still holding out hope that if he ever goes to another team, he could get to another level. Like, he could be more, you know, like like what Andre Iguodala tried to do with, like, Denver and finally realizes with the Warriors that he didn't have to be the guy. But, like, I don't know. I, I think Ben Simmons maybe could be the guy. So that, that's why I have him this high. I, I don't think that he's done enough to really prove it. I'm more betting on if he goes somewhere else. See, that's why I just think, like, if, if – I mean – So if you're – I think I would rather have Shea than Ben Simmons just because of – what Shea yeah. could do, the scoring. Like, the same thing. Like, I mean, uh, fair. Brown. Totally fair. Yeah. Like, I think, like, it's just hard to, like, if Ben can't score and, like, shoot, I just, it's hard to make him my number one guy, you know? So, like, he would just have to be your number two. And that's why I just, it's hard, you know, it's hard to value a yeah, guy like that. But I he's got, still really good. Got him back to back. And you never know, man. I mean, Ben Simmons, everyone's like, he's never going to get a jump shot. Sneaky 33% shooter from the front three point this year. <laughs> <laughs> it's all happening. It's all happening. I don't know. It's over. Probably 90% of those are in garbage time, like fourth quarter buzzer beaters, though, where everyone's just like, oh, snap, he's really going to shoot. It's like the end of the shot clock. He just has to throw it up and drain it. Well, that's probably when he's like, oh, yeah, this is just like, you know, shoot around. That's like when he has no pressure. 
But yeah. I mean, he can't he can't shoot it when there's pressure on him. Yeah, no. Yeah. But I mean, the form is there technically because I'm sure once he switches on, hands, he, he's got he has to practice. Yeah, yeah. shout out yeah, Kevin He shoots O'Connor. with the wrong hand. Yeah, KOC's like he shoots with the wrong hand with the with the emoji where it's like the swords <laughs> and it's like tell me your opinion. <laughs> that has, pe- has people on Twitter got you like this with Brandon? And it's Brandon like, Marshall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or the Brandon Mar- Yeah, yeah, or the Brandon Marshall. Meme. I can't remember one of those two. One of those two popping memes. Um, all, all right, on. well, <laughs> on to the next one. I think 10 is what we're on because no, we pretty much no, all had no, a mix. not. I, I mean, I got at, at six, I got Donovan Mitchell. Six, Donovan at Mitchell. seven, I got Donovan Mitchell. Mitchell. You got Mitchell. At, so right there. Seven. So, yeah, I, Brown I mean, at seven. He, he, I think Mitchell is just like, he, he's obviously, he's been playing insane. He's working his way into the MVP conversation this last, like, two months. Since All-Star break, he, he, I mean, he's averaging, like, 26 points a game right now like he's definitely could i mean he post all-star 17 games he's averaging 30 so yeah like you said he's he's flamethrowing he's he's been in, in yeah he's taking the league over I, like Shaq really i think has gotten this, under this dude's skin where he's like <laughs> all right you want me to become damian lillard all right i'll do it so like and i think i like I, he legit has a chance to win mvp but yeah i, I mean his I free think throws he's are slightly, up too He's it's actually slightly, getting two more free throws. I just think his defense is just like a little inconsistent. Just seeing like letting Jamal sure. Murray just go off for fifty points like every game last last year. Like just but he was putting not, up fifty two. He, he I'll defend him and say he he could only do so much. He you know. Was. I mean, I'm just and I'm just saying that's like his one flaw where he's just not the best defend defender. Sure. Right now. And like and that's like yeah. I mean, I still have him six. I still have him pretty high. I you know I would have him. I'd take him over like Ben Simmons, but I just and think, we've yeah, seen him. We've seen him show up in the playoffs, dude. Like this guy from the yeah, first year sure. that he's been in the league. Shea's been like mm-hmm. that too, except for last year. But Shea, when he was with the Clippers, his first year, they like took the Warriors six games. So when you got young guys like this that are fearless in the playoffs, like immediately stands out. They they deserve to be in this conversation. So this this is I think an interesting debate though for me was Shea over Mitchell because I think most people are gonna have Mitchell over Shea. But I think Shea, I mean Mitchell's probably the better scorer. He's he's like a, I think a, like a year or two more into his career but i mean i think shea does basically everything else better like he's a better playmaker better defender and i think there's a chance he becomes a better scorer not a guarantee at all but like i just i think i project shea to be a better player in five years than i do mitchell but it's possible you definitely put a little bit more respect on mitchell's scoring ability but you're right shea is better at him at everything else pretty much mitchell's definitely a better scorer right now for sure he's like he's elite elite yeah he's definitely a better scorer he's got more confidence not even like better like he's like Like, i mean like you said 30 after the the second yeah the second half of this year he's turned into like he's like it's similar to what tatum did last year where tatum was like a 22 23 first half and like the second half he really turned it on so that's in, right like, before the Tatum's bubble. Do yeah, right before the bubble. So that's I think Mitchell's kind of in that where it's like before our eyes, he's evolving into like that next level. So yeah, man, how many careers are getting made just because of the bubble, man? I feel uh, like dude, careers wild. took off some of them just yeah. from the bubble. So Mitchell at six or at seven. Who you got at eight? Who you guys got at eight? So I, I, for se- at seven, I got Deer and Fox. Ooh, Ooh, you got Fox pretty high. Yeah, yeah. So Fox, I think, is, again, he's another Shea type of situation where he's just so, just like no one even remembers he exists because he plays in Sacramento on the Kings. But, I mean, he's a good two-way player. He's averaging 25 and 7 right now. And he's like, it's his, like his fourth year in the league. Like, I think he's one of the most underrated players. He's one of the most underrated players in the league. He's like like yeah. John Wall-esque where the way he gets to the rim, like prime John Wall, prime Russell Westbrook, like, 
De'Aaron Fox is almost like that level where he's so he's probably one of the fastest guys in the league, and he just gets to the rim. Like give him any kind of space, and he's getting to the rim, and he can finish like as good as anyone. He's a solid three point shooter. He plays on both sides of the ball. I think he's just one of the most underrated players in the league. So I will push back on the solid three point shooter, Mark. He I feel like he he definitely was shooting better during the season, but right now he's at thirty three percent. So you want him to be a little bit better than that. He's not he's not consistent as a three point shooter, but I think he's not like a bad three point shooter. No, twenty five points def- a game is nothing to shake. But the at. thing is, that's where Devin like that's where kind of Devin Booker's at. Devin Booker's been like a not great three point shooter his whole career. True. People think of him as a high three point percentage. He's been around that thirty three mark to his whole career. It's true. It's true. I think just, Devin he, Booker's a mid-range assassin, better, though. And better, I think Fox is better at getting to the rim. I think he's faster. I think he's a better defender. He's a better playmaker. I think he's just better than Devin Booker. Uh, I don't know about that. I don't think he's better at getting at the rim. He's just more explosive I, at the rim. Yeah, he's I more explosive is what I would say. I mean, Devin Booker's I pretty crafty. I mean, Booker might be the better finisher, but I think Fox, just because he's so explosive and so fast... And like he's playing with worse teammates. Like I think you give him even better teammates, he'd give him more spacing. I think he'd be even better. Yeah, if they added yeah. Luka Doncic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's not. I think. I mean, I think with Fox, it's like for how athletic and explosive he is, he should be a better defender. I mean, he's a good defender, I mean, but he's, he's just small, like he should. He should, he's he should a still be a better defender. defender. For how, I think he's pretty solid for how small he is. I think, like Gable's uh, saying, though, you want him to be like a little more stout. I mean, like, I think he's better than like Mitchell as a defender. Or Booker. I, I don't know. I think he's a better defender. Uh, he's better than Booker. He, he, gives more, than Booker he gives more. But he's just Booker. like for athleticism, he's way more athletic than Booker. So he should be he should be like way better than Booker. And he is better than Booker, but it's just like I mean, at that I, point. I mean, look at his, his numbers front. are he, better he should, than Booker offensively. And I think he's like I said, he's better defensively than Booker. So like yeah, I don't know what the, the argument, Kings have. I don't know what the Booker's got is. that three point percentage on him. Thirty five point eight. That's one stat. That's one skill. That's it matters also, though. The Kings probably I mean, have the highest pace in the league. The Kings pay it's so, they literally true. interest in shootouts all the di- all the true. damn time. Like it's like of course you're gonna you know, and it's literally mostly him. I mean they they got Buddy Heald. I, I mean guess, they got but, a team, dude. Buddy Heald, Tyrese, like Tyrese only recently. Harris Harrison's yeah, averaging but, like 16 points a game. Like it's not like they don't have anybody scoring. Harrison's having a career year. It's not a. Yeah. It's not like they're winning. But I'm saying they got they got points. To go around. Oh yeah, they got points when they're also letting up like a hundred twenty well, yeah, game. <laughs> yeah, I got no defense. He's probably like him yeah. and Holmes are the best defenders. I just think he's he's underrated. Where do you guys have Fox? No, he's for sure underrated. He's underrated. I have him at thirteen. He just fell out of Ooh, it. That is I, I'm a little bit higher on some other guys. Disrespectful. It is, it is. No, it is. I agree. He's he's I can't better wait than to hear these him, guys but... that you guys guys have over him. Because I, I think it just all I got, comes down I to I just think it comes down to him being in Sacramento. If he was on any other team, like people would look at him way more. I think the two the, the yeah. two things that me and Abel said that his his defense is like a little bit like I feel like there could be more here, and maybe he's just trying. But to But I do just again I think he's better than Devin offense. Booker and better than Mitchell defensive at, at defending. So that's why I like. I think this is really the first year that I've seen him step up and like close out games too. So like. He, that's why I'm saying I don't love my ranking here. I just I hadn't seen him do that until this year. Whereas Booker kind of did that even when the Suns were garbage. Bro, like he nah, have, they have not. He is not. This is their first time being competitive. Booker, like the Suns have been Paul. the same. Just, they've been in the exact same situation until this year, and they got Chris Paul exactly. Like you give Terrence Fox Chris Paul, like I'm sure the Kings would be better. Like I, that's why I feel like you shouldn't. Yeah, no, that's like, too many point guards. But I know what you mean. I get what you're saying. saying. I get what you're if saying. You give him a player that like they're like a you, good player, a good player. You shouldn't. You shouldn't. 
like credit Devin Booker for having a better team than Darren Fox. Like if you look at Darren Fox and De- Devin Booker, I think De- Fox is just a better player. And it's close. I'm not saying it's like you know far and away better. I just think like because Booker's on the better team, people are gonna assume Booker's the better player. Which I think again, like I don't know what he does better than Fox. Take care of the ball better, probably. That'd probably be my one thing. I mean, they're, they're, maybe they're pretty but... close on turnovers. Actually, I think they both average like three turnovers a game. And Fox definitely has the ball in his hands more, I think. So, and more is gonna be passing the ball more. But eh, there's there's I mean, a fair it's, argument it's clo- that they have a similar it's, it's usage. Close. I think it's close. It, but that's the thing. I think is, like, I don't think. Just I don't think. I mean, a smarter as a, player. It, I mean, I don't. I mean, that's because you probably don't watch the Kings games enough. But Fox has been going off the last two months, like. <laughs> No, he's been really solid. good this year. I'm with Abel yeah, I'm and just that him. aesthetically, think, Booker is more fun to watch, and he just feels like the guy. He's more like in control of himself. He's more in control of the game. Like he's letting the game come to him. Whereas Fox is like he he takes the he takes it to the game. I mean, because he's a point guard. Game, he's just a point guard, and he's just like that's just the way he plays. I think. I and how know. much is it? Like, no offense to Kings fan, but how much is it that the the Sacramento Kings are just like the worst organization in the league that haven't helped they're them? They're not. Out, you know, they're definitely like, no not. No offense though. to the T Wolves. All offense to Kings fans. Like, they're, they're just not. they have not helped him except for getting I mean, Halliburton this, this year. This year is not that they don't. They have a solid roster. It's not like. No, but I'm saying like in terms of like who they've drafted, like they have not helped him outside of Halliburton. Well, and they they lucked out with Halliburton. They got they lucked out with Halliburton, dude. Come on, Tyrese. Said, what did he, what did he go? Eleven. Like, yeah, he was pretty deep. That's yeah. such a steal. Come on. And before that, they had him. Who like seriously? I'm not even. Like it's been Bagley, but then who else was outside of Fox? They've been rebuilding for like Buddy. fucking. Ever. I mean, they gave their they gave their draft pick to the Celtics like the year after Fox, like when they were like the one year Fox got like, got them almost to like the AC, but they were like the ninth or tenth seed that year. That pick went to the it went to the Celtics, so like they didn't even have that pick. Which again, they, yeah, they well, almost made the. I'm trying to defend year. your boy. Is all I'm saying. I feel like they have not helped him out. Like he would be better if he was with better players. Like they're fine, yeah. but they haven't. Like the Suns have really helped out Devin Booker. I mean, this that's year, what like I'm saying. Said. Is like you shouldn't you should have penalized him because he doesn't have Chris Paul on his team or a player like that level. And like you shouldn't. I agree. Like, I'm not credit Devin, but I feel like people are crediting Devin Booker because he's on a better. Same thing with Mitchell. Like I mean, I have Mitchell slightly over Fox, but again, I think that's like they're pretty close. They're pretty interchangeable. But again, because Mitchell's on the better team, people are going to put Mitchell b- better. But that, I just feel yeah. like Shea and Fox were two players I really wanted to highlight during this exercise because they're two players that are on bad teams that I think if they were on good teams, they'd be a lot. They would look at, be looked at higher across the league. Heavily overlooked for sure. I'll give you that. And yeah. they're mad talented. That's for, right. that's for sure. But it's like there's just so much talent up there. And for some, for some of these rankings, it really is just like how smart of a player they can be and how in control they have. Because this in this day and age, like the game is really about like a dance. Like it's always been like basketball's always been a dance. But at this point, it's like you're guiding the dancer, which is the rest of the players. And for me, that's like the slight edge between like Devin Booker and some of these other players. But on to the next one. I mean, where are we at? Where are we at? A nine? Eight. I got eight. My Number eight guy. All right. So at number eight, I mean, who do you guys have? At eight, I got Ja. I got Ja Morant. Whoa. Whoa. That's pretty high, Brandon. Yeah, that's pretty high, my guy. Whoa. Ja at eight? pretty high, you think? That's pretty high. Yeah, dude. I mean, he's been amazing. He's He's been very good. I mean, I guess if you think it's high, but I mean, it's his second year. And he's been pretty good. I mean, good. have you seen what he shoots from three? I mean, he's not the best, but he could 
turn into a good three point shooter. I I don't want to I don't want to say it, but he's shooting twenty seven percent from three, bro. That's that's that is pretty bad. So it's hard for me to put him in this high. Twenty seven percent, man. But he's also great at getting to the basket, and like one of the best finishers. He's a solid defender. He's not the best defender, but he can. No, nah, his defend. his defense more to be desired. I feel like he's. He's similar he to what's small, it called? He's a small guy. Yes, he's smaller. Fox. I mean, he's I have, not even getting to steal a game. He's not even getting to steal a game, man. Like it's just like, it's essentially you're hoping that he develops a three point shot consistently, and then he his defense takes a pretty big leap. Like he's a he's a he's a solid on ball defender, but he's nothing like super special to be at eight. Yeah, no, he he has good instincts, but he's not. You guys keep like. Docking guys for a bad defensive play, but yet you guys keep talking about how much you love Devin Booker, bro. No, 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 no. He, he, he has good instincts. Bro. He has good instincts. He's just it's like you almost expected it just based on what he was in college to be a little bit better. But I think the highlights, like you're saying, Brandon, is that he's very good in transition. He's like a top five playmaker, like in the league. You know, like he just makes great passes already great touch passes yeah he's 21 years old and he's already this good at passing so very elite in that regard i just think the three-point shooting from the point guard position kind of always has to be good he was 33 percent last year and like he just got hurt this year just never like fully like like he was doing playing a lot better like the first month of the season until he got hurt yeah just has been a lot like not as john moranty the like second half of the season for but, sure and i mean and jaron I, hasn't I'm, played all I'm year either he becomes so. a, a exactly yeah, yeah that's a that's a plus for him for sure that jaron hasn't played all year i just think he'll be better like as his career goes on like for him to be as good as he is the second year like he like literally look at the last 20 years no rookie has ever came in and affected a team's like literal wins and losses like the way John Morant did, like he took a team that got he they drafted him second, and he literally brought that team basically to the playoffs until like the bubble happened. But like, n- like literally, not even LeBron brought his team into the playoffs like his first year. Like no one, no rookie has ever brought like had that effect on that team winning as much as John Morant has. And I just feel like you well, have to they didn't make the playoffs, and Donovan Mitchell did that when he first went to Utah. So I'm gonna push back and say there are guys that have done it. So. I mean, they were. That was a team that was already good. But, 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 no. Donovan, You're making me Donovan hate Mitchell on like my favorite 13th. player. He's really good. Donovan Mitchell was drafted 13th, though. It wasn't like he was drafted by a bad team. That was a good team. This team literally drafted. I mean, he was drafted Grant by second. a lottery were, team. I don't know. 13th though is different than the second. Like they were it already is, a borderline is. playoff it team. Is. They were borderline playoff team, and like this year, like, they lost the, their the, best like, players. Though, were not, so they were completely in transition. I, I'm just saying, like the the Utah I mean, Jazz basically replaced Gordon Hayward with. Donovan Mitchell, like that's basically like it was. Just yeah, for a, a rookie, like, that's, Hay- that's insane to come in I mean, and replace yeah, five-year guys. It definitely production. is. That was but that's what I'm Hayward, saying is yeah. like Ja kind of Ja, that but that's Gordon why Hayward. Ja wasn't just a replacement. Like he literally brought a team that was losing and had a losing culture. He was a replacement, and and they yeah for Mike ja Conley, Conley. they literally flipped Mike Conley yeah, he was. to get. And him. also like they and, didn't make like, the playoffs. And with Mike Conley, where were they? I mean, yeah, they they barely missed like missed it because of the bubble, but they were like the AC. Like going in until like, like until like the last couple of games of the bubble, and like they struggle in the bubble. I just think there's guys that are better. I'm not. I'm not trying to say he's not a great player. I just think it's yeah. a little too high for me. Yeah. I mean, I get, I can understand. It's that. not necessarily saying like that's the argument with a lot of these players is that they're just there's players above them. I mean, it just but he's a like second so year. Like, like you th- like again, 20, like you look at Devin Booker's second year. Yeah, but year, a lot of these players is the second numbers. year. You know. 
I mean, not really though. Not really. Like that's what I'm saying is like most of these guys in the top ten are like guys that are like four years into their, their career. Like who like Ja like another two years, Ja could be a lot better. Is what I'm saying. I mean, that's part of this exercise. Is but you're expecting yeah. him to develop a three point shot, and it's like realistically, I, I just mean, don't he's see 33 percent. See him being like, a top ten player. He's 33 percent his his rookie year. Yeah, but yeah, this, this year, year Brandon, like, we're talking like, about projecting after what we've seen, and this year he's shooting most really of these, bad. Most of these players, most. Most of these players that we have in the top 10 didn't regress. He has two years of his career. One whole year is the 33%. It's not like it's one outlier year. It's like half of his career he was a 33% shooter. It's like, and this year he got hurt. So I like, I'm not saying it's like a guarantee he'll be a good three-point shooter, but I'm just saying it's not like he can't like get back to like a solid three-point shooter. And like I said, Devin Booker's at 35%. It's not like he's like lighting the world on fire from three. I would just say his his ceiling is someone like John Wall, who's a really good point guard and potentially like a top 10, top five point guard. But like there's there's some of these guys that can do a little bit more than what that that type of player does. I keep going back to Devin Booker. Booker doesn't do anything besides score. I think John... But in the playoffs, in the playoffs, when the game slows down, like, okay, I didn't want to bring it up, but... What is De'Aaron Fox's move? What is what is De'Aaron Fox's move to get a Booker shot? Booker has in the not game been in a playoff game, dude. But he's about to be. He's about to be, and, and his game and is going to translate. And his I, game is going to translate. It's not a transition game. We don't know that. We don't know that. He literally he played against the game against the Jazz. He literally was shot like twenty nine percent in that game. Like he did not have bring it games. against in the most I'm, important game of the year. People have bad I'm, games. I'm just saying though. Like, I'm just saying like. There's not like you can't use like the playoff game as an argument. If but I'm saying his style of play specifically, it's not the game. His it's style just, of play yeah. is going to translate in the playoffs. It's not transition. It's the control of the game. It's the control of the game. And he like gets his own shot. Devin Booker's a walking bucket, dude. He's probably. He's I guess, arguing. but I still don't think he he only scores though. If he doesn't, if he's not scoring and not hitting his shots, he's literally doing nothing for your team. Where well, Jive okay. is not, he's not hitting his he shots. Is, he can he at is least a good get assists and help his. The, he is a good team. passer. So if he's not scoring, he's okay. He can figure out a way to get. His teammates but he's not involved. a point guard. He's not a point guard. He's not a point guard. He's not a point guard. But no. he had to play those duties with all the injuries and the crappy roster that and the Phoenix Suns had. They, where did that get them? It gave him some reps. It gave him some reps to be a better ball handler. Job ja, ja right now is like single handed without Jaron Jackson. He's still bringing his team to like borderline playoff. He's in the it's impressive. Right now. And like that it's team impressive. is not that good. They've been really good. I actually think they have a lot of good draft picks. The, dude, the Grizzlies have like yeah. the Grizzlies are Without like NBA Twitter and Clark is wet a dream, bro. Between Desmond Bain, Z- Xavier Tillman, Brandon Clark, like all the Grayson, Grayson Allen's like a, a solid three starter, three point shooter. Yeah, he's a pretty good. Uh, these scorer. are all rotational players, but like I think like the Mavs like like rotational pieces are probably just as comparable, if not better, if you include KP. The Mavs. Who's as good as Brandon Clark on the Mavs? KP in the front court. KP, okay, yeah. That's his next best teammate. I don't. I feel like that's yeah. It's a pretty steep drop off after that. It's a steady P. Ja does not have any. I mean, who? All right, who's the third best player then between those two teams? Because like, because after Brandon Clark, who's the third? Who's the third guy? Like, yeah, Dylan Brooks, fine, but it's not like he's like that much better than like Josh Richardson. Like, it's pretty comparable as well. Dylan Brooks. Dylan Brooks is better than like Tim Hardaway Jr. He's all right. I don't think he's like that's closer. That's closer. I I just think that they have they have more plus players where like they don't fuck up. Whereas on the Dallas side, if those guys aren't making their shots, I mean Jalen Brunson, Jalen Brunson, Finney Smith, like those guys are solid solid. rotational pieces that don't that it's literally like they're both solid teams is what I'm saying. And I think Ja is like 
doing a lot with what he's got to work with. If you put Jaron Jackson, then yeah, they might have a better roster. But like, he doesn't have Jaron Jackson this whole year, and he's still keeping them in the AC. Like, I think that's like I just, he's helping the team win, is what I would say. Yeah, I don't want to harp on it, but for me, it was really just a three point percentage. If that was at thirty percent, this is a different player, and this is someone that I'm like, he can at least hit those shots. But twenty seven percent is straight up bad. So I get that. I would just say if he was like twenty percent, twenty seven percent, like. Last year and this year, I would say then, yeah, we don't know. But, like, the fact that he was 33% last year shows that he could, like, do it. If he works on it, he might completely ignore his three-point shot. But assuming, a, like, a point guard in the NBA, like, in today's game, like, you would have to know, like, especially him, like, that's the skill that he's he a needs worker. to work on. Like, yeah. in three in three years, I'm assuming he's going to have a solid. And he's not going to light the world on fire with th- from three, but I'm assuming he's going to be a solid three-point It's got to be, like, respectable like Derrick Rose. I feel like. He's, his average is probably something like 33%, like you said. So if he can get up to that, this is a different conversation. He's elite at playmaking. His defense is going to get better. I, I think. But see, that's the thing is, this is where, like, this is. I look at John Morant basically as what I looked at Derrick Rose his second year. Right. And I get that. It's it's a very for me easy it's the trend. regression though like how can you regress in a, in a second year I think like Brandon saying the injury that he had it, he didn't look a hundred percent when he came back from that ankle thing that he had and he's just trying to get the form or whatever back so I I think this is a mulligan year I mean this isn't the full roster but it's still really bad so that's why he's not in my top ten yeah he's not in my top ten um it's definitely not good but I think the energy injury definitely plays a part sure yeah so he was at nine for you Brandon. Eight. I haven't had him at eight. You had him at eight. Okay. Who do you who do you got at nine? Damn, eight. That's high, man. I had Ben Simmons at nine and then Bam at ten, which that's sort of like. I mean, Simmons and Bam are probably better players than Morant, but again, it comes down to the perimeter player of like Morant, and that's why I kind of yeah. took him over. But yeah, I had Simmons at nine, Bam ten, and Booker at eleven. All right. Well, then I got I got one that you guys haven't gotten yet at nine. I'm curious where you guys got Lamelo Ball because I got Lamelo Ball at nine. I have him at twelve. I have so him at 12. twelve. This is where like the drop off. This yeah. is like the drop the drop off where like this is where I was wondering where to put Lamelo and like this is where this is really is the future play where like he's been really good as a rookie, but like where do you see him in yeah. five years? You know, and this is where like my top eleven, uh, like uh, like I said, up until I have Devin Booker at eleven. Like all these guys have been basically proven to being like pretty good players, and then this is like all right. Now Lamelo comes in at twelve and is like, I expect him to be pretty good, but I would rather take all these guys over Lamelo just because of who they are. But I wouldn't be surprised if Lamelo did like, you know, hop into the top five, you know, like a couple years from now. But and okay, yeah. so this is where it's like the John Moran pick is like questionable to me, only because I feel like everything that Ja does, Lamelo does better, and he's younger. So that's why I'm like, if you're gonna have Ja there. Lamelo shooting thirty seven percent from three. He's averaging a uh, steal and a half a game. I mean, he's like one year younger. I mean, it's enough though, is what I'm saying. And he does everything better. And he's only been in the year for half a season, so it's just like it's tough for me to look at those two players and think that you have a higher ceiling with Ja when his shot isn't. And the defense from Lamelo has kind of been there already. But it comes down to prove. It, it's it's kind of been proven though. That's where I feel like Lamelo is like not. No, quite, you're right. It's a small like, sample size. Like you can for see LaMelo. it there. It's it's there, like you, like I said, with it next year, like he might j- j- jump over, but I just feel like Ja, like I said, just the fa- I mean, Lamel is helping the Hornets win, but we do have to account for sure. Gordon Hayward. Like I said, yeah. I think like Ja really was the only change, and they went from drafting second to barely missing the playoffs. So that's just like like Ja is just. I mean, they're, you're not wrong. I think Lamelo could be good. I just think and at six seven, like, the, the most. Hasn't. The most underrated part about Lamelo is that he's six seven at a point guard. Like that's that's you don't see that shit. And 
like I said, his defense is kind of already there. He has really good instincts. He knows where to be. He and gets he gets lost sometimes though. Like, oh sure, like he but tries, he's a rookie. but he definitely get, like, gets like spun around at times. But yeah, he's definitely a, he's a rookie. But I just feel like I had to, I, it was hard for me to put him in the top ten like without knowing exactly who he's gonna be. Because I mean, I just I don't know. It's it's hard to tell what he's gonna be. Yeah, I think his defense has actually turned out to be better than expected. I yes. realistically thought he was going to be a liability on the defensive end, and he's actually been able to have active hands and shuffle his feet. And yeah, for sure. It's, like I said, he puts in an try. effort. Like, it's yeah. not like he's just sitting there. He's definitely trying, yeah. which is like what, what you can ask a young player. Yeah. So that's why, that's why, I mean, he's still 12 for me, but that's why he's even in the conversation. Obviously, I'm not, we're not going to have him like three, like ESPN. We're not. No, you know, yeah. I couldn't go that crazy. Yeah, we're not too crazy, but... I mean, still pretty good, and it is just kind of like, will it translate? Like, because what I'm scared of is, like you said, they kind of upgraded the team massively for him. Like, Miles Bridges is a great player for him because he's just going to put, he's just going to be on the fast break. about like league pass players, like rankings, like Miles Bridges got to be number like one after, maybe two after Zion, but that's it. Like. He's Miles Bridges just has an insane dunk every other game, bro. Like this is, but it, Miles Bridges to play next to Lamelo. Yeah, next to Lamelo on the fast break, he literally is like, "All right, I know Miles Bridges is gonna be somewhere around me. Yeah, if I if I'm on the fast break, all just I got to do is find him, throw yeah. it somewhere, and he's gonna get a amazing dunk. And he could he could he could wild out a little bit, you know. He can clown out with a pass and just do it behind the back, and he's like, he's gonna catch it one way or another, you know. It's like doing like if he had Levine on the team. And you're just like, all right, if I bounce it through my legs and as long as it's high enough, Levine or Miles Bridges are going to catch it. It's going to catch it, you know? <laughs> and they're going to do a crazy dunk. And guess what? That's going to look sick on my part because I'm the one throw- throwing the pass. No, so it's, it's just how much flash is it, though? You know, that's that's what we want from LaMelo. We want LaMelo to understand that, like, the flash is important, but if you ain't winning, it don't matter. So I, I definitely know what you mean. Like, I, I think – they're going to be good together for the long term. But I, I still want to see more from Miles Bridges, honestly. I thought he was a lot better no, at Michigan no. State. And I yeah, feel like I, I mean, he I hasn't he totally... He's, be he's really just yeah. more of like a highlight reel yeah, now. Exactly. Exa- no, I, I'm not saying that he's like necessarily making the team better. I'm saying like it's just making LaMelo look better in terms of the eye test. Oh, fair. Totally yeah, fair. Like yeah. the eye test, like LaMelo looks way better because Miles Bridges is throwing these highlight reel dunks. On the fast break, and Lamelo's throwing crazy. I mean, I, I, I just to shout him. out to the Hornets announcing crew. Like they like at least like even though Lamelo Ball like is gone, they still have Miles Bridges, and like they're really making sure they they you guys know that yeah. they got Miles Bridges. It's just nice hearing them like freak out every time Miles Bridges just throws it down. Well, that's warranted. My favorite is when they freak out when like Terry Rozier hits like a random three, <laughs> and they're like, "Oh Step my back. God, <laughs> Terry, Terry!" And you're like, "Bro, that was just like a." Step back three, like <laughs> yeah, man. He did this like, in Boston every game. There's like 12 minutes left in the third quarter, dude. Relax. <laughs> that's that's why I'm glad it's like they have Miles because it's actually like like you said, it's actually warranted. Like yeah. he deserves the praise, but yeah. they, they need someone to channel that energy for. Yeah. So so you said you had Lamelo at nine, Joe. Yes. And then at ten, I got I had SGA, so we hit SGA. Now I'm at eleven. Uh, so whoever you no, I got have. ten. I, I got someone at ten that we haven't talked about, and that is, I mean, well, it's it's a little iffy now after what happened. But Jamal Murray, I mean, I think 
clearly you guys can tell I'm leaning as pretty much has been the whole season. I'm leaning a little more offensively. But Jamal Murray was getting it done. I mean, he, another breakout guy in the bubble. And we'll see. I mean, an ACL is tough to come back from. So we'll see if he comes back and is still as good as he is. But, I mean, he's arguably one of the best scorers in the league already. He's a badass, too. I, I think he's going to recover. I don't think so. He's got. He's he's not. He's averaging twenty one points a game. That is not one of the best scorers in the league. He's all right. He's a good scorer when you watch him. Very play. skilled. He passes the eye test. He's very skilled. He, he has all the shot. skills. He gets he has, a shot he has, whenever he wants. He has everything in his bag, but it's he's averaging twenty one points a game. He does just doesn't because he put doesn't it have to like, because he's got arguably the MVP I mean, on his team. He does team. though. He does have to. He does have to. If he was a level higher, people would be looking at the Nuggets in a different light. But he they like he's. He's just a, he's a he's at the level he's at, and people look at the Nuggets the way they look at the Nuggets because he's not a star level player. If he was a star, people would look at the Nuggets as without a doubt championship contenders, and they don't look at him like that. And that's because they are Jamal mostly a lot of people look at him as without a doubt like championship Bef- contenders. Before this injury, before this injury, they definitely were contenders, and with Aaron Gordon, like you're saying, they were they definitely were contenders. I had him as a contender over like teams. That, like over what you guys had him as last year, no, last spot. but no, I just no. think like Jamal Murray is like Jamal Murray's like a B level player where I don't think like he just he doesn't play defense that much and like I said he only scores twenty one points a game like if he was a twenty five guy, guy like I would put him higher but yeah but I he's had, like guys like Darren Fox Devin Booker Mitchell Shea like I think all those guys are like higher if, than Murray if Jamal Murray was on the Kings he would average like twenty eight points a game. I think he would score more. He's not as good of a point guard, though. Uh, it's. I mean, the argument is just like even if De'Aaron Fox is the better point guard, that team still is like we're saying like they're competitive, but they're not that good. So I don't I know just, why I'm Murray couldn't do the Fox same thing. Fox is better than Murray. I mean, I don't know. I just think Fox is better. If I, if I was the Nuggets, I'd rather have Fox than Murray. I think I would say that Murray might be a little bit better of a defender than Fox, and it's not saying that it's like they're he's amazing. Did you see Mitchell last 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 year? We just talked about this. They they both put up fifty <laughs> against each other. So if you score fifty against your opponent, if you score fifty, they both let up. That doesn't that doesn't let you. Doesn't. But I think that's more of the talent. Points, I think that's more it's, of the talent dude, of each if player. If dudes are hot, if somebody's hot, you can't. It doesn't matter. Like they're gonna put up fifty. Like. I'm just saying, if you're going to use defense as an argument, I'm going to bring up the time he let up the guy drop 50 points like three it's times fair. in the series. It's fair. I, I would just say that he just seems like he is more engaged on defense than Fox. And, um, I mean, that's just my opinion. I, I don't I, know that it's like 100% I, I true. I would say, all right, that could be true, but I think that's also because the Nuggets have been way more competitive the last three years. Yes, that I think if Fox was in more too. of a competitive situation, I think he probably put more effort in. And if he had but better coaching. I, I mean, no offense to Luke Walton, but I don't think he's a defensive Bro, coach. Dude. I mean, Luke Walton they, they is had the Mike goal, Malone. Dude. They fucked up and fired Mike Malone, someone who was a defensive coach. I don't know. I I can't keep bashing the Kings, but yeah, I I, I will defend <laughs> Fox and say he's not set up. So you're right. I just feel like Murray's just like he's all right, but but yeah, I don't know. Where do you have Murray, Gene? Because of the injury, I had him falling. I have him at 13, I believe. Let me double check. I have him at 14. So I have him at 14. I have yeah. four, 14, and that's like regardless of the injury. I'm assuming he's like. Assuming him, he comes back 100. percent I, I have, I have Devin Booker at 11, Lamelo Ball at 12, and then I have Jamal Murray at 14. At 13, well, I don't know, like I don't know what you guys have at 11, 12. No, I have Fox at 11, Lamelo 12. I just didn't notice that Murray was 24 either, so he's like older than a lot of these people as well. So that's why I'm like, he's not close to being capped out, but he's just like he's approaching his prime. And whereas these other guys are like, I still feel like there's a lot of road ahead. So and this injury, like I'm yeah. saying, not to be cynical in any way, but like. When you get an injury like this, it's tough to come back from. 
Yeah. I mean, for me, it's like kind of he's just been improving every year. Like I, like I said, it's so, that's like, true. Regression is what really scares me. Like every year, like 10, 16, 18, 18, 21 in terms of points per game, three point percentage, 33, 37. 37 40 this I year mean, 30 34 last year and then 40 percent this I'm, year just the way people talk about him is if he's like a 25 point per game scorer and he's just not that's what but I'm it's saying. like that's he's had I, like, stretches he's had stretches the in the playoffs of michael year. porter and you have the emergence of michael porter jr you have Jokic, who's having a ridiculously high efficient year you know like there's and they, and they have really good players that score will barton's literally just a score all will barton does is score and that's their number two I mean, I guess. I just think he, he, like, if you put any, like, real scorer on the team, they're going to get 25 a game, like, on this team. And regardless of, like, 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 they, like, Jamal Murray should be scoring more than Will Barton. Like, you're, you can't just say, like, oh, because Will Barton's scoring, Jamal Murray has to sacrifice. Like, no, like, Damian Lillard is not letting Will Barton take his points. They're taking, they play, not letting. I think they play a very egalitarian offense. I'm just saying, Devin Booker's, I'm, I'm, I get you. I'm just saying, I think Devin Booker's shown to be a better scorer. Like Fox is shown to be a better scorer. Mitchell's shown to be a better scorer. Like, and those are all guys that are in that level of Jamal Murray. But I think, like, this is the first year he's been scoring over twenty points. You know, and that's what I'm saying. I just don't. I don't think Fox is a better scorer than him. That's what it comes down to. I don't think Fox is a better scorer than him. I get I mean, you, I Mitchell guess. and Booker. Yeah, yeah, and that's why I have Mitchell and Booker ahead of of Jamal Murray. And I have Fox at eleven. So that's literally the edge. Is that Jamal Murray is just a better scorer? Like realistically, I, don't, I mean, I think I don't think he is, and I mean, Fox is averaging, you know, two years in a row, seven assists a game, or three years in a row. Like Murray is not; he plays point guard, and he does not get assists. You know, like that's part of the problem. Because Jokic like, is their point guard. center. He's Jokic a two guard stuck center. in. Uh, yeah. I mean, he gets he's lucky. He's lucky that he's playing with Jokic, but I don't think even if he was not with Jokic, I don't think he'd be getting seven assists a game. You think he'd be getting seven assists a game? He wouldn't, but he'd, he'd be scoring more. I'm with Abel that he would be scoring maybe. More, so. Maybe, but like I think he he's like a two guard that's just small and has to play with a point guard. He's a little bit like CJ McCollum, where he's just very good at scoring, but he's not as talented in other areas that you want him to be. I it, we're splitting hairs, dude. All these dudes, all these dudes are really good. All right, let's do it. Let's do rapid fire though. Let's do rapid fire. All right, so for thirteen at thirteen, thirteen, 13. I got Brandon Ingram. Who I, I have Brandon Ingram over Jamal Murray. So this is a guy who, like, again, like he's he's a I just think he's a better scorer than Jamal Murray. I mean, Murray has better points or, or like percentages because I mean that also helps when you're playing next to Jokic. I'm sure Brandon Ingram would be a lot better if he was playing next to Jokic. But like, I think Ingram kind of like he is a solid playmaker from the three. He's long. He's not the best defender, but I mean he's a three level scorer. I just say I he, I have him thirteen, Jamal fourteen, so they're pretty close. But yeah, I have Ingram thirteen. Where do you guys have Brandon Ingram? I have him at eleven. Fifteen. Wow. I I think I I'm I'm in agreement with Brandon that his playmaking is like an underutilized skill, and I think he's someone like similar to Simmons, where if he had his own team, he might be able to shine a little bit brighter. And I'm not I'm yeah. not even sure that it's like it would be for the best too, because I don't know if he's really like a leader like that. But he's so talented at scoring, and the fact that him and Murray are averaging the same assists, and he he just he's just that type of forward that you want if you're and trying. He's to win playing a with Lonzo, who's is a point guard. He's playing with Bledsoe, who's a point guard, and like Zion, who has a ball a lot. Like Ingram, kind of has to like pick a spot at this point now, and like like you said, if he had his own team, he would be like. Like if he was a hub, like I think he'd be putting up even better numbers. But yeah. but I feel like he's the main guy that takes over the offense, like when the offense needs nah. to get taken over. Who gets who takes Except over the offense? Zion. No, but in terms Zion. of Zion, Zion kind of works more off the ball than Ingram. 
Not really. Not anymore. The last two months, Zion's been like on ball, like especially late game. Like the late game, they basically give the ball to Zion, and like he's the yeah. one that kind of. SVG yeah, finally got his head out but, of yeah, his ass. Recently, yeah. Because for the longest time, they weren't even using Zion in the pick and roll. Yeah, the first two months. Yeah, the first two months. Like that's why. Right. Like they would have like like him being like the like roll into the rim but yeah now they have him as like ball handling and like that's why like zion and, and like ingram pick and roll like i feel like that could be like pretty unstoppable but yeah hasn't panned out yet it's the spacing i mean we've talked about the pelicans quite a bit i just think that construction is clunky man they're not doing those guys a, a service by spacing the well, floor steven with adams steven, steven adams, adams was messed it all up yeah. and i think all of us saw it coming too i think everybody was like that's a and eric bledsoe and eric bledsoe were like Drew terrible bledsoe pick-up. yeah two terrible pickups like yeah if they have drew right now man they be a sneaky they team. look a lot better <laughs> yeah yeah hot right, take uh, let's keep moving on all right uh, yeah on to the next 15, one 15 uh i'm still at 12 did you guys say michael porter jr yet i said 13 is michael porter jr mpj 13 yeah and it's it's actually a pretty similar to Brandon Ingram. I got Michael Porter at seventeen. He's like like you're expecting him to beat Brandon Ingram in like two years, yeah. But a way better three point shooter. He's shooting forty two percent from three. I just think his offensive potential is like sky's the limit with Michael Porter Jr. This kid is fucking yeah. fearless. Yeah. He's yeah. he's he's already like a pretty good rebounder. He's averaging seven point eight rebounds. He's six ten, so he's like Kevin Durant like ability to get a shot over anybody. And I I just think as long as he doesn't get hurt. He's going to be a really good player. Yeah, same. Yeah. I mean, it's just like another yeah. case, too, where, like, the Nuggets, they just don't need him to score with Jokic and Jamal Murray there. So if he was on another team, like if he was on the Kings, going to keep uh, keep going on with the Kings, like, he'd be killing it. He'd be averaging just as much as De'Aaron Fox, you know? Yeah, dude. And, and I think he could potentially <laughs> step up with Murray out. So, like, there's there's a small He's chance the guy. that yeah, He's he the turns guy. into no, a... He's the guy, man. It's it, right. like... It would be a terrible situation if Aaron Gordon becomes the guy and not Michael Porter Jr. And yeah, thankfully, no, so far, it. so far, when Murray was out pre-injury, like pre the ACL tear, when he was just out with a regular injury, Michael Porter Jr. was the one taking over, and yeah. that's what you want to see. So yeah, that's why I got him at thirteen. And obviously, I mean, he's like Brandon Ingram with a three-point shot, or at least that's what he could be. So that's more like, elite, yeah, more elite three-point shot. That's like with a, right. yeah, more elite. I mean, he's Jason shot, yeah. Tatum offensively. Yeah. He is. He, yeah, he, he is. could be Jason Tatum, and I think, you know, I'm pretty high on Jason Tatum, and you guys are as well. Who you got at 13? That was my 13. Or 14. Who you got at 14? 14, uh, I got at Aiden. Whoa. Aiden? Yeah. Oh, my uh, God. You bro. are a that Phoenix is... Suns fan. You are... I got Aiden at 29, which means he's not on this list. Yeah, he's he, didn't, he didn't make my 25, bro. He didn't make my 25. Wow. You got him at 14, bro? That is wild. Make the case. He's really talented. It's just he's he's in the wrong era, man. The the way that he he's plays, he's averaging fourteen points, and he's averaging fourteen points right now. Like he just he's not like he's just there when they need him, but like he just he's not like a guy that's like let me, like even Towns is at least like like gonna make it known that he's there. Well, like, the the best Aiden, centers in the league can either shoot threes or they can play defense at an elite level, and he can't do either. This guy does. He's so, a post up offensive player that, like you said, is just playing a different era. Yeah, like, I feel bad. Just doesn't really belong in twenty twenty one. Give us give He's us a speech, Abel. Go off. Ultra efficient around the rim. That's why I said make the case. Yeah, ultra efficient around the rim, and it really does it does come down to I do think he's gonna get it together and become a, like a really good defensive play center. The thing, it, all right, all right. So I would say that is I mean, all right, so maybe defensively. I would just say yeah, like he was drafted to be the offensive like 
like guy, right? And the thing is, this team is winning without him being the offensive guy. So I see zero path of this guy turning into an offensive player because they just don't need him to be. And like you said, maybe if he does turn into a defensive player, then yeah, maybe he'll be better. But that's just not who he is. So that's why I just feel like he's just, I don't know. Like, like for me, I mean, he's, he's just like Marvin Bagley becoming... that kind of worked out a little bit, but not as good. Like not like it just doesn't fit. Like Gene said in the league right now. Well, he's just becoming way more. He doesn't have to right now because of like the team is just so good around him, but he's just becoming way more efficient. He's upped his, he's a field goal per- percentage by like 8% just this year. So like, that's what you want because it's... he's down to 14 points a game. If he was actually trying to be like a high level scorer, like, like he's just a role player at this point. Like he's a guy that's like his touch yeah, around the rim, like, dude. He's like my, his touch he's gonna be like my third or fourth nice. guy on my team. He's got great touch around the all rim. All right, so man. this is jumping down a little bit. All right, all right. So this is this is going down a little bit, but just just to compare, I'm gonna just bring it bring him up. So I got Sabonis at 19. I have no idea how you could take Aiden, Aiden put Aiden over Sabonis. Because defensively, I think Aiden's gonna be way better defensively than Sabonis. Nah, there's no way Aiden's gonna be like. Like Aiden gets lost defensively, I think though. That's the thing is like he's not that good defensively. But his IQ, it literally comes down to his IQ. He's got the intangibles to be to be a really good. I just I just think he's going to be way better. I mean, Sabonis is almost like a finished product at this point. I don't think Aiden is, and I think he's he is. But uh, I think like Sabonis is like I mean Sabonis is like like the offensive player that you would think that like Aiden turns into, and like Aiden is just like not there yet, and like there's no guarantee that he gets there, and like the hope would be that he turns into a defensive player, but I don't think. There's no guarantee that he's going to do that either. Like, he was drafted to be an offensive player. It was like, and it was like, all right, hopefully yeah, he becomes yeah. an, a defensive player. But, like, it was like his offense is, like, what makes him good. And then, like, his just offense hasn't been that much so far in his career. That's what I would argue. Yeah, and I'm not even saying about the offense. I think the offense, he's got great touch around the rim. It's going to happen. So, Abel, do you not have Zabonis on your top 25? No, I do. Zabonis is 21. I got you. Because I got I him at – So, I mean – I got him at the same What do you, what do you have, Zabonis? I got him at 18. I got him at 18, yeah. So I have him at 19. So we have Sabonis pretty much all around the same area. That's why I just think, like, I think Sabonis just, like, I would rather, like, if the Suns had Sabonis, I think they'd be a better team than with Aiden right now. I don't agree. I think Aiden's going to be better uh, defensively, and he's pretty much. He's not that good defensively. That's what I think, though. He's showing flashes. He's learning. He's super young, He's He's got flashes, and I feel like, like I said, he's got, he's like the, he's got the intangibles. That's what we said about Towns. He's got the intangible. No, but he doesn't have the same intangibles. Like he has the intangibles. Towns doesn't have the intangibles. Towns is like too lanky. He's not, he doesn't have a strong enough base. Aiton has a good base. He he's also quick enough. But he just doesn't he, have the IQ though. He gets lost. But like, the, he doesn't know. He's not at the right spot every time though. Like he just. But the he IQ. Know what he, to do? The IQ will come because he's playing with Chris Paul. He's playing on a good team. This is what he needed. He needed this it's to possible. get that really IQ. taking a bet. That's a. It's just taking a bet that I don't know. I'm ready to make yet. You're just higher That's on him bet. than we are. I feel like yeah. you really like DeAndre. I, I, I get it. Yeah, I do I love it. it. I just, and I think yeah, it's, I just I think, big men. I just I just can't value a big man that doesn't do that that, that does what Aiden does. I can't value that right yeah. now. I like I'll take him on my team, but I just. I need if you're gonna be a big man, I need you to shoot. I need you to play defense. And like Joe said, he doesn't do either of those things. So like, not yet. I don't know not yet. I, if he can get a three point yet. shot, it's a different conversation. If he could be an above average defender, it's a if, different conversation. A hundred, it's a hundred percent different conversation. If he does either of those things, I'm just saying it's not like a thing. It's not a guarantee that he does either of those things at all. So that's where I was, like he literally lives in like the restricted area, like on both sides of the floor. Like he doesn't do anything. So that's why it's just like, I don't know. And he's he's been not playable at times down the stretch. So that's why it's like it's if we're gonna be critical of what we've seen this season, then he's not there yet. So it's like it's tough to put him in. 
for me, it really comes down to he's been the difference in those like big games. Like in the big games, he's been the he's one that's not. getting offensive rebounds. I mean, he's, the one that's he's been backs. good. He's been great around the rim. Like I just think, I think if a team really goes gonna, five out, I think it's hard to. There's not many defensive players that turn into good like that are like not good that turn into good like over their career. Like Jokic has gotten better, but it's also because Jokic is like I mean he's a great offensive player. Like like I don't, like Aiden would need to get to that level. That's what I'm saying. I don't think he's gonna get to that level. Like most defensive big men are pretty good right away. Touche. I mean, like I said, it's just that it comes down to the intangibles. He's got the intangibles. It's just like the IQ. I think the IQ could be taught. You can't teach someone to be athletic. You can't teach someone to, you know, just be have a good center, a good center of gravity, and actually be able to like get in the post and be a threat down there. You and you can't teach someone how to like get. So they made the right call, taking him over Luca for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going that far. I'm not going that far, but. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I am higher than you guys for sure, and I think he is really going to shine in the playoffs. I mean, he's essentially the guy that has to shine in the playoffs for them to make a deep playoff run. I mean, he's the X factor. Yep. He's again, it's like like he people aren't looking at the Suns as title contenders because he's not that good. If he was like who he was drafted to be right now in his third year, like like the, the Suns would be looked at a lot better. But it's just like yeah, Aiden's just one of the guys. Like you know, they don't look at that as a big three yet, but. In time, I mean, you know, it maybe. Could. That's we'll what see. I'm saying. It, it could. All right. So I'm I'm at 15. Are you guys at 15 yet? 15, yeah. Yeah, 15. All right, I'll go first. So this is the man of the hour. I did not know how to place him. His numbers are ridiculous. 25, nine and a half, four rebounds, 36% from three. Don't, dude. Trey don't motherfucking do young. Even though I will, I have him at 18. No, he's, I got him at 18, so it's not that far off. I have him at 18, I, literally, all right, too. So, I have him at 18, all right, so I'm gonna say this. This was what. Well, this is like pro- like the decision that I felt like I had to make dirt when I was making this. I have DeAndre Hunter at 15, and oh. I, this is where, if I was the Hawks, right? When I was, if I'm the Hawks, and I'm like, I, I think Trey Young has a higher, ha- has a higher trade value across the league. But if I'm the Hawks, I think I'd rather keep DeAndre Hunter than Trey Yo, Young. That is. That is a sour patch face if I ever saw one, my guy. I I'm with Abel. What the? Yeah, no. I are you are you with that, Brandon? Oh, or are you man. with that, Abel? I don't think I don't think I can go that far. Nah, I'm not that far. I mean, DeAndre Hunter. DeAndre Abel, Hunter. Did you say you'd rather build around? You said you'd rather build around DeAndre Hunter. Maybe pre-injury, but post-injury. Pre-injury and I mean, when I guess, he was really if you're talking he's, about injuries, he's shown, I'm he's shown flashes. Are be 100%. He's shown he's shown flashes. It's just like Trey Young is Trey Young at this point, and I have him low. I mean, I have him at eighteen. I'm not like a big lover. He was really hard to rank. I'm not a big lover of Trey Young, but it's like to have DeAndre Hunter, who's literally been Trey Young level. I mean, like I said, for a around couple the league, of games, Trey Young is going to have games. higher trade value. But if I'm the Hawks internally, internally, I'd be valuing DeAndre Hunter over Trey Young. But if I'm doing trade conversations and negotiating with other because teams, of the I'm return. obviously hyping up Trey Young. Trey Young has the most trade value to other teams. But I, internally, like if I'm like like trying to trade for like Bradley Beal or something, I'd probably I'd want to get rid of Trey Young before I get rid of DeAndre Hunter. DeAndre Hunter is just a winning player. Trey Young, I don't know if he's a winning player. You know what I mean? And like especially for his role, like he's always gonna want to be like the guy on his team. Like he'd have to sacrifice a lot to be a winning player. And I don't know if he's ever gonna do it. Where I think Hunter is just like you could put DeAndre Hunter on any team and like he'll just be a good player. So the the argument I, that I was mean, my hottest take. The argument for Trey Young for me is that he could be Damian Lillard. But better at passing, and get this: Who do you think has the worst? Who do no. you think has the worst defensive rating between Damian Lillard and Trey Young? 
Damian Lord Damian has the worst defense. Who plays with Clint, Clint, who, who, All right, all right, all right. Who has had Clint Capella on his team? The Hawks team? are one of the worst defensive teams in the league. But they're gonna. But Clint Capella is gonna be an all defensive player probably. He's yeah, like he's second, the only one. Team all defensive. He's literally the only one. The Blazers have the are, have the worst defensive like numbers. All in the right, league. if you take away Clint Capella, the Hawks would have the worst defense in the league. So Clint Capella, Clint Capella, and his cancer, and his cancer. Yeah, I mean that's that's a big switch. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, and that's why when you have Ennis Kanter on the floor, like that's just like putting like Damian Lillard at disadvantage. If you put Nurkic on the floor with Lillard all year, I'm sure his defensive numbers would be better than than Trey Young. And like it's just the eye test. Like Lillard's not a great defender. He's but, definitely like, not he a great defender. Try. I don't even know if he's Trae trying, Young. bro. Young is I don't even know if he's trying. Trey Young's the worst defender like in the. And league, I'm though. just saying, I think Dame yeah. is giving him Dude, a run for his money. Trey Young. I don't think Dame cares about defense nah. anymore. I haven't seen like. Can you think I mean, of a under, Damian Lillard defensive highlight? Like Damian Lillard's awesome on offense. But, but Joe, 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 hear me out. Hear me out. If Damian Lillard, all right, gun to the head of your most favorite loved one. You know, we're not gonna throw that controversy out right now. I don't know which sister you love the most or whatever. But <laughs> I love my dog. Gun to the head. And, Shout out, Boz. <laughs> you're my boy. <laughs> all right. Well, anyways, gun to the head, and you're like, all right, you gotta pick Trey Young or you gotta pick Dame Lillard. To guard me one on one, who you have? Okay, I'm picking Damian Lillard. I'm not picking Trey Young. Trey Young is not. But uh, no, I'm just saying it's really cool right now to hate on Trey Young. Like I'm not even gonna lie. Like I feel like everybody sees his numbers, sees his highlights, and we're all just like, okay, but he can't play defense. But at the same time, these numbers are really fucking. But I mean, impressive. look at his percentages though. That's but it's on on volume. Look at his actual statistics and look at his like winning. Per- like it's like. Numbers are just well, numbers. We talked about those like, percentages he, like, where he's shooting like thirty percent in the losses and he's shooting like fifty percent in the wins, averaging like thirteen points a game compared to like thirty. Like it's ridiculous. No, it's not great. Because like it's the volume. It's not great. I mean, he's averaging forty three percent from the field, which is not great. But he's a like, dude. He's a volume like three point shooter. He's like, a volume three point shooter. Like that's what Donovan Mitchell is averaging from the field too. I mean, I guess, but I'm just saying, like it just he's. Doesn't play defense and like look, Donovan Mitchell is also winning games. Like it's not well, just hey man, numbers. hey the Hawks are the Hawks are fourth in the East right now. The Hawks have been really good since they fired their coach. He's really dependent on free throws though. Almost ten free throws a game. Yeah, he gets a lot of I calls. Mean, he might have the Lou Williams effect when he gets in the playoffs. We'll see this year. This will be his first year. Yeah, I mean, almost like he if without the free throws, he'd be averaging like eighteen points a game. All right, come on. We're we're not gonna do that, bro. He's still that's he's still averaging no, twenty five points no. a game. Like that's that's impressive enough. That's yeah, touche. No, I, I, I think no. I'm not gonna take the free throws out of it. But I'm just saying in general that twenty five points. Not all twenty five points are created equal, though. That's just something sure. that like, like that's essentially what I'm no, saying. No, I, I will admit that he's a he's a little bit of a flopper too. He's not like I like this is why he was so hard to pick for me because he is by no means my favorite player, but. These numbers are they're fucking gaudy, dude. Twenty five and nine and a half assists. But it's just is, like sur- it's surface level. It's super. I don't, dude. Bro. Like, I, like I said, it's really cool to say that Does right now. But they're the fourth team in the East, so I'm trying to respect them a little bit and say he's he's doing what he but should be doing. Mean, but that's the real. I mean, me me and Abel literally have him at three spots behind you, so it's not like we're right, that far behind. Right. But it's just like we're clearly looking at him as like a we're just like it's not like that great. Where you're like oh like. I got Trey. I got to respect. Way more happy I got to respect it. what he's doing. Maybe you just maybe you just come to terms with it, and maybe me and Abe are just still in denial. All right, guys, let's just rapid fire last top ten. All right, I'm ready. Who's going first? All right, I'm I'm just gonna go like the next three names real quick. All right, so I got yeah, so I got sixteen. We're sixteen. This is 16. I got DeAndre Hunter at sixteen or fifteen. I got Colin Sexton at sixteen over Trey Young. I think Colin Sexton. While not wow. the greatest defender, I think he's a better defender. I think he he's going to become be just be more efficient 
I think he's just better than Trey Young. I would just take him over Trey Young. I got Michael Porter at 17, who we talked about, who I think is just the 6'10 version of Trey Young. But like like we said, could at least play a little bit better defense. Gonna try he's 6'10. Yeah, least. he's a big boy. Just make some better. I mean, I Michael Porter is you know, too yeah. low, too low for for me, Brandon. Yeah, you you need to say 16, 17. Tra- Go ahead, yeah, keep bro, going. You need to reevaluate your stuff over there too. That's why I got Hunter over Porter because Hunter's a two way player, and I think even though he's not going to be a, quite the offensive player that Porter is, I think I'd rather have Hunter over Porter because of just what Hunter could be in the, the like overall. Stray Young at eighteen, Sabonis at nineteen. Abel's going to get a boner here, but I got Dejounte Murray at twenty. I don't know where you guys have Dejounte. He was in my 19, uh, baby. Yeah, in my 19, baby. 19. I forget where I am. Yeah, yeah, I got him at 20, so we're right there. He, uh, he, I don't. His, his ceiling is a little lower than all these other guys. I think every like he's pretty close to who he's gonna be like now. But I just think he's he's another guy that's just gonna be a winning player. Play both. He's sides a shot ball. away. He's a shot away from he, being once a he gets a good shot. Really, really good. And the mid range is there. Yeah. He just needs well, that three. It, once that three's there, he's ready. He just needs to expand it. Yeah, the mid range is there, and the confidence is going up. All I said, man. To the moon. It's like Dogecoin. This is what this is how I did everything. This yeah. is the Dogecoin model. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I got Jaron Jackson at 21. Uh, so that's that could be a, a spicy take depending on where you think Jaron Jackson is. That's more based on like thinking of where if he comes back healthy and is could be who we 20, think he is. So not hot take. I got him at 24. I'm not even thinking he's gonna be like a high level score. If he's like an 18 and eight guy, you know, with high percentages, plays good defense, like that's the perfect guy next to Ja. So like, I mean, Jaron, like I I I'm hoping Jaron becomes good. John Collins, I got right after him, 22. I think John Collins, like he's another interesting pick because you don't really know where to put him sometimes. Like he could play, he's athletic to play defense sometimes, but he's not like he's a good post defender or rim protector. But like he's athletic, he could kind of switch sometimes he's a, not, he's a solid three-point shooter but not great like he doesn't really do anything great but he's just a good uh, athletic raw player that i think could maybe be a little bit more you know refined as he goes along but do you guys have john collins in your list he was a tough omission he's 24 for me he was he was on the yeah. bubble for me i i, I, on the bubble. I got tyrese me. halliburton at 23 Ooh. this could be a hot take but i think no that's a good one so i i, I kind of went so i, I went I went a few. I kind of switched. So, this, so I have like over thirty guys, and like these last guys, I kind of been like moving around. I have Tyrese twenty three. I left Tyler Harrow off. I have Anthony Edwards just missing the cut, and those it, it was hard Ooh. to pick Tyrese over Anthony Edwards over Tyler Harrow. But I think Tyrese is again the winning. He's like almost a Dejounte Murray like type of player that I think you could, he's gonna be guaranteed, but with the higher ceiling, just because he's younger, he might be better. His three point shot looks pretty good already as well. Yeah. He's all, exactly. He's already. A he might be capped though. So I think he like, might be capped at his three-point I just don't know what his ceiling is. That's the thing is like he might not ever might hit like, capped, a really like, high ceiling, but he's gonna be good no matter what I think. So that's why I got Tyrese at twenty-three. At twenty-four, I got R.J. Barrett, who I I I, I wanted to put him over Tyrese, but I thought like just his defensiveness is just a little hit or miss. You don't like know what exactly how good of a score he's gonna be, but he's really hot now. But I got him there, and then twenty-five. This was this was a tough one. I wanted to put Jonathan Isaac there, but I ended up putting Patrick Williams there, who I think could be better than Jonathan Ooh. Isaac in a few years. So I got Patrick Williams, slight homer pick, but he's the second youngest player in the league. He's already a great defender. He could turn it. He's a, a shot looks good. It's not like going down every time. It's not like he's a great offensive player yet, but like he has the makings of becoming good offensively. So it's more of a a. a Future play for sure, but I got yeah. Patrick Williams there, and then like just I got random guys for uh honorable mentions: Anthony Edwards, Isaac, Hero, OG, and Anobi. Kind of just missed a cut. Mikael Bridges, 
Darius yeah. Garland, Jared yeah. Allen, and Lonzo Ball. Who I feel like you guys are gonna have Lonzo Ball way too high, but I'm hoping. You I, don't, I don't have him. I don't have him on my list. Okay, okay. I got him twenty one. Yeah, I'm, I mean, a, I'm a big time Lonzo but, fan. Oh, I'm a big time man, Lonzo fan. Over over Tyrese. Yeah, no Tyrese. I, I'll give it to you, man. I I completely forgot about Tyrese. I was like, there's one more young guy on the Kings that I'm forgetting, and I just completely forgot about Tyrese. <laughs> But he should be. Buddy healed, man. What do you no, mean? not Buddy. He's like fucking thirty-five. No, but uh, honestly, Patrick Williams, I think, is one year away from hitting the top twenty-five. But sure, love the pick. It's, I mean, sure. that's why it's a, it's, a, it's yeah. about the projection. It's about projecting who's one year away. He could he's be one year in away. the next five years. He's, he's one year away. So that's he's why right, he's I, right I, wanted, I had Isaac there. Yeah. I had Jonathan Isaac there, but then I was just like, I feel like Patrick Williams is going to be better than Jonathan Isaac in like three years. But like right now, Jonathan Isaac is a more proven. And I mean, he's Jonathan Isaac's hurt, injury. So we don't know. Injury. So that's why right. he's the hurt fact recently, that he's hurt, we don't really know what he is right now. So that's yeah. why, like, Isaac, it was between Isaac and Williams, kind of for that last, and Anthony Edwards. I, I mean, Anthony Edwards, but Anthony Edwards is literally shooting like thirty nine percent right now. Like, dude, Anthony yeah. Edwards is not good. He could be good. I think but, like, it's another bad situation. So that's why I had to leave him off. He's my future pick. He's like a future. I have him in there. All right, so I'm gonna do mine. So I'm gonna do. I got R.J. Barrett sixteen. Yep. I'm way higher on R.J. Barrett Same. than you, Brandon. Same. Uh, Ja, seventeen. All right, all right, all right. I respect that, but there's no way you could sh- sh- throw shade at me for having DeAndre Hunter at fifteen, but then have R.J. Barrett at sixteen. Like that was both are like pretty. I got R.J. Barrett at seventeen. Done it all year, and it's because he's nineteen years old. Damn, you guys. Really he's that- nineteen years old. But he's like his number, well, his 20. offensive numbers, percentage wise, were not good last year. And like, bro, guess what he's shooting this year. Pre All Star break, pre All Star break, thirty five percent from three. Post All Star break, flamethrower, forty two percent from three. He's averaging. I mean, that's good. Six boards on the year, three assists on the year, a steal. Like he's he's really rounding out, and he's super young, dude. People think RJ Barrett's like somehow a finished product. Like this kid, the sky's the limit. If you ask me, like he's gonna be very good. I yeah. just think I would just yeah. take DeAndre Hunter over RJ Barrett. I would. Like, RJ Barrett might be I a better scorer. I would but not. Hunter's just gonna be a better yeah. defender. I'm. I think RJ Barrett could be as good of a defender. So I I think with yeah. the offensive potential that Barrett has. That's really that's taking like a that's taking like a jump though. Like Hunter's already a good defender, where you're projecting Barrett to become a defender. And like again, that's a, like going back to the draft. He wasn't drafted to be a good defender. He was drafted to be like a high level. I think scorer. he was think he, he was, was drafted to be to, the best guy on the team. He was I mean, he's the number two overall pick. Like he wasn't like DeAndre Hunter, where you're like I don't know where he could fit. Like you're like I want R.J. Barrett. Like he's that good of a player. So I don't know, man. Just based on where he was drafted, yeah. he was already considered the higher prospect. Yeah. I mean, I, I, he was because you just looked at him to be a better offensive player. But you look at their offensive numbers, they're pretty close. And, like, yeah, Hunter's been hurt. But, like, Hunter's offensive numbers are pretty close to RJ, and I think he's by far better. But completely I'm different I'm not even pace, saying, like, dude. it's a bad pick. The Knicks have the worst. RJ up, is up there, but I just think the way – the disgust you guys showed me for having Hunter there is, like, I think is funny, the fact that you guys have RJ Barrett. There. But you're That's comparing one of, like, one of the slowest teams in the league compared to, like, one of the faster teams in the league. Like, I mean, I'm just talking about percentage-wise and stuff, though. Like, their percentages are, like, pretty close. He's not shooting that good. There's no way Hunter's been shooting 40% from three. I mean, not 40%, but... And that's with a small sample size. Good, that's good small shooting. sample size. And it's also, RJ Barrett's the number one, like, I mean, Randall's probably the number one offensive guy, but, like, Hunter is by far, like, below, like, Trey Young, though. So that's why I think, like, it's definitely a little different roles. Yeah, I hear you. I mean, I don't hate DeAndre Hunter. I love DeAndre Hunter, too, and I feel like he doesn't get enough love. I, I feel salty that I didn't put him in my top 25. I feel like, yeah, DeAndre Hunter's mad slept on. I just really love RJ Barrett, and like Joe said, he's only 20. I mean, sky's the limit with Tibbs. I feel like his defensive presence is only going to get better and he's gonna keep trying and trying and 
He's, he's actually going to be a pretty good defender, in my opinion, and he's already got the intangibles to be a really good offensive player. And his shot is just going to slowly develop little by little, but I think he's going to have a really good shot. So that's why I got him at 16. And then I got your boy, John Morant, at 17. Damn, bro. And then After Trey RJ? <laughs> After I'd rather I'd rather have R.J. Barrett than John Morant. That might be a hot take. I, I haven't flip flopped. I have Ja before R.J. Just based on what Brandon said, what Ja's done coming into the league, they're both really good though. Yeah, but Trey Young eighteen, Dejounte Murray nineteen, Jaron Jackson twenty. So bonus twenty one. I guess the hottest take of all. Anthony Edwards at twenty two for just his potential. I mean, he's looking like. He could be insanely good but offensively. It's like, uh, again, it's just like, but th- is he, though? Like, just because he shoots a lot doesn't mean he's going to be good offensively. It's not about the shooting. No, it's not. It's just volume. It's like, about- he literally is missing his shots. Just because he's shooting a lot doesn't mean it's like they're going in. Like he's. It's about like the opportunity, though. Less than 40%. He gets himself open, dude. He literally, he's got a deadly spin move. He's got a deadly spin move. He doesn't even know who Alex Rodriguez is, bro. This guy is not cultured <laughs> at all, dude. How are you going to take this guy? Yeah, I mean, that's probably the negative. No, I'm with Abel in that he just has, like, a very, like, good body type for someone that could be good for a long time. And his shot profile, while they're not falling, I'm with Abel that he has a lot of different moves that it will, if they pan out, he'll be a good player. But it's what I'm saying. If he's getting good looks, if he's getting himself open, like, he's going to eventually start hitting them. And when he starts hitting them, he's going to be a beast. And he's the number one overall pick. So, I mean, it, he's going to be good. I just think it's going to take time. It's a it's a potential play. It's a potential play. That's why I basically I basically chose to just ignore him. Fair. Because it's just like I don't have enough information. I don't have enough data to make the, a valid decision. But, I mean, I guess like, I could see. I just Where did you have him? You, or you had him at 22. 22 right? so I guess 20, yeah, not I, yeah, I, I actually bad. have him higher than you. I have him at 19. But for me, it's I'm with Abel in that the potential. Like, it's not – there's no guarantee. But when you're drafted number one overall and the moves that he's been able to make and he's he's had good shooting nights, like, it's not consistent. So I'm not going to say he's ready right now. But there's there's stuff there. Yeah. But then after, after that, 23, Sexton – and then 24, John Collins. And then I, I th- put the sprinkle on top with Tyler Hero. All right, my last 10, John Morant, 16, R.J. Barrett, 17, Domas Sabonis, 18, Edwards, 19, DeJounte Murray, 20, Lonzo, 21, McCall Bridges, 22. Did either of you guys say McCall Bridges? No. He was the outside night top 25. But, uh, yeah. I'm surprised, man. The way he played this year. I'm, I'm higher on him than DeAndre Hunter. Mikel Bridges is also 24 already. He's ba- like – He's like it's only his third year in the league, but he, he was like he was at, he spent three years in college, so he's like pretty Mature, close to a finished yeah. product. So like I just look at him as being like a pretty much a very good role player as a three and D guy that could cut and you know finish at the rim. But Hunter, I just think there's more of a chance that he just progresses past Mikael Bridges. Like there's more of an untapped potential with Hunter, but Mikael Bridges is the perfect role player to have on any team. But if we're talking about trade value players of like high potential i just don't know how much potential bridges has at this point but obviously he's a great player like i looked at him and og as really similar players og is again like in that same mold where he's like a three and d guy not exactly in the lock like knockdown three but like he could shoot the three he obviously hit that crazy three-pointer last year in the playoffs mm-hmm. game winner but he's just strong versatile on defense but again just i don't see the ceiling for og so i just had him and like bridges slightly outside my 25 like that's yeah. where i had that was like where i put patrick williams just because it's a rookie and it's like we don't know like you don't know what the untapped potential is with those guys so where i think a 24 year old bridges you kind of know what he is fair yeah i don't want to be like like tamper expectations with patrick williams but i almost see like 
McCall Bridges as like someone that that Pat Williams should try to model his game after, you know, be effective at shooting the three yeah. and shooting from mid range. I think that's a lock. I think there's just a chance since he's young. I think he has a chance to grow past. Yeah, him, you know, that's like fair. Yeah, we just true. don't know. All right, so that's a wrap for the twenty five under twenty five, and I hope you guys enjoyed it. Didn't plug it in the beginning. We'll plug it if Brandon wants to keep it in the editing. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. Check us out on YouTube. I'm sure a part of this hotness is going to be on YouTube one way or another. So check us out and have a good one. Peace.